It's extra drama for book number 50, Out of Reach. Hi, I am Marissa Flaxbar, your host, and I am joined again by Allison Shin. Hi, Allison. Hello. So we've been talking about Out of Reach, um, the story of fabulous sophomore dancer Jade Wu, and how she kind of learns to embrace her heritage, and she finds a boyfriend, and she sticks it to some racists, and um, it's problematic. It's 1988. But now we are in extra drama where we can talk about whatever we want. Did you have anything else that you wanted to say that you didn't get out in the the main episode? Yeah, I think I'm curious on not to put you on the spot at all because you know I want to be an open dialogue. But after reading it, I still questioned what were these inherent, specifically Chinese values that Dr. Wu was holding on to so badly. Because after reading it, I'm not quite sure what those are. It wasn't so plain to me of like family, you know, kind of, you know, how like, I don't know if anyone has seen the new Mulan, which was um, quite criticized, but I mean, they were very much like family, bravery, loyalty. Mm -hmm. Um, I still don't have clarification on what what were the specific Chinese... Um, yeah, I, like, what were the old country values? Like, yes. It would be... I don't know... Yeah, it almost seems like they should have come up with a different thing to be Jade Wu's thing for... Because Dr. Wu is, is reacting like she's going to be pole dancing or something. Like, his objection doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's grounded in any clear... Um, you know, any clear offense that Jade is making. Like, I think that family is one of the values, uh, but it's almost like it's respecting your father and he doesn't <laughs> right. want her to do it for no good reason. And so it's just like he doesn't, he's not going to let her do it because she wants to do it and he doesn't want her to. It's it's all, it's all a big uh, snake eating its own tail here. Um, yeah, and I think... Unfortunately, nothing really sticks out in uh, my mind right now. But I think even when I was reading the book, I remember arguing, like, what is that specifically Chinese? Oh, I can think of one. Um, It's not a value. It's just an activity. The book describes Jade having to go home to help her mother cook dinner every night. Now, why does he? Why does her mother need so much help cooking dinner? Well, it's because her father likes traditional Chinese dinners, which involve a lot of chopping of meat and vegetables, and that's just I, I don't like what I mean. Like co- that's just cooking, like. <laughs> unless you're unless you're like literally like grilling burgers or something, but even that you have to slice tomatoes and onions and stuff. Like there there's nothing inherently time consuming about the preparation for every single meal that would be a traditional Chinese meal. Am I wrong? No, and I think because I don't actually cook a lot of Chinese recipes or Asian recipes, but I think when I think about it, I just think, oh, there's just so many spices. 
I mean, I still have to chop a bunch of other things that are yeah. American dishes, that are, you know, Italian dishes. Anything you cook. And if you want to, <laughs> if you're making it from scratch, it involves a lot of chopping. We're actually in this series constantly checking in with the Wakefield twins as they're making dinner for their family. Because that even happens in this very book where Jessica, once again, is like trying to shirk her responsibilities with cooking dinner so that she can go on a date with her new boyfriend, AJ. Uh, the authors did not forget about him entirely. Um, and they're all, you know, they're always cutting up meat and vegetables and things, dicing mushrooms and, uh, you know, for whatever kind of food they're eating, which is not Chinese food, uh, because Ned Wakefield <laughs> is supposedly allergic to Chinese food, although they've been eating it since then. So um, I also think that when I, I can't remember for sure if they described Jade Wu's mom, if they described her as conservative or if they just described her as traditional. Um, because to me, when I think of conservative, I think of more conservative Americanism. When I think of traditional, I, mm-hmm. I think of more of Chinese tradition. I remember um, them describing her dress as conservative, which has a different kind of connotation when you're talking about clothing, right? Right. Right. But I can't remember what, do you remember what the reasoning was for why Jade's mother erred more toward the father, what, whatever the father wanted to do? Yeah. I mean, it was, has, it, it's the same kind of vague thing that we're talking about, right? About like traditional values. Yeah. Cause I remember I come from a pretty religious family. And so when I read that to me, it was more stemming from, a religious background rather than oh, a Chinese background. Yeah, that's interesting. That's definitely one area that these books have not even dipped a toe into at this point is any kind of acknowledgement of anybody having any religion. Like I read a passage in this book in the main episode where I, Mr. Jaworski mentions Buddhism, but like <laughs> beyond that, yeah, there's no, uh, the books don't really talk about anybody's religion ever. Nobody goes to church of any kind or Mm. temple or anything like that. I mean, I think overall, there are just little things like that where I I couldn't get a clear message on what was Dr. Wu's gripe um, because there wasn't anything outwardly Chinese. Um, I think maybe the word discipline was thrown once or twice and I thought okay so maybe is it a value in being disciplined in something which arguably Jade is (laughs) right she is extremely disciplined and so you know having these these rehearsals are really intense she goes to these uh private practices a lot before that so that seems like something that based on the book's own information would only be celebrated by Dr. Wu um all of this actually brings to mind something that I did not get into in the main book, but that is a little bit of a challenge for us, you know, trying to kind of unpack this book, which is that, so this series is Francine Pascal's Sweet Valley High. But Francine Pascal, while she created um, like a big Bible that the books were all based on, she nor, not she nor Kate William, that's a, that's also a pseudonym, did not write this book. Like the books are all ghostwritten and the ghostwriters don't get credited. So we actually have no idea who wrote this book. And if they had any 
you know, if they were potentially Chinese, if they knew, if they, like, if they just researched it, if they talked to people, or if it was completely, like, imagined whole cloth from um, someone's head who was not Chinese American. I, and I did wonder that. I I do. While reading it, (laughs) I had to look, because I'm unfamiliar with the series, so I remember going to the beginning pages, like, who wrote this? Because I don't think it's someone who's Asian. Mm. But I, I didn't also know that there, it was a, potentially a ghostwriter either. Um, yeah. I know really what you mean. It kind of feels like no. Like, <laughs> it kind of feels like it was written by, like, a, a white person who was working really hard to be, like, sensitive, but still in the whole 1988 way of things, like, not fully getting beyond that place of, like, default whiteness. Mm-hmm. But there's no way to know for sure, which it, it definitely does, <laughs> you know, because the reason that I, like... That always remain a mystery. So do you have any other series like this that you read growing up? Yeah, I think I can't remember the series that I grew up reading, but I remember that there were not nearly 50 or 200 of them, um, but there were quite uh, a handful of them and they were written in text and then they were written in a different font and they, it was purple. And that was supposed to indicate that you were reading out of her journal and it would flip flop back and forth. And that is what I loved about him. I love that you kind of were looking into someone's journal. Uh, That's so much fun. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't remember the name of it, but they were my favorite books. Well, gladiators, if anybody has an idea of what Allison is talking about, please (laughs) do uh, send me a message at sweetvalleydiaries at me.com or uh, like on Instagram at Sweet Valley Diaries or on Twitter at Sweet Valley. Um, I always really appreciated, like in the Babysitters Club, there was always like handwritten things. I actually am a big, I'm fascinated by handwriting and I love like actual like paraphernalia with people's real handwriting on it. I feel like it it captures something about a, about a person. So even in fiction, I think it's really interesting to see to get mm-hmm. there's something so personal about seeing handwriting. Yeah, for sure. It's an interesting extension of somebody. Yeah, yeah. Well, Allison, thanks again so much for uh, talking with me about Out of Reach, which let's I mean, let's I keep on raising the question. Do you have any idea why they called it Out of Reach? What do we think this title means? Is it terrible of me that I, my thought is like, well, it can't be that deep? <laughs> uh, no, no, it can't be. It shouldn't be. I think it's it's like the fact that David and Jade can't talk to each other. I, I don't know. I think I feel like they just didn't try that hard. And they were like, we'll just call it out of reach. <laughs> like, because she's... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe because she's a sophomore and like Elizabeth is not is not friends with her. <laughs> There's <laughs> the characters themselves are like out of reach of our main characters. So how will we how will we ever get through to them? Or like her accepting, I don't know. And no, I feel like I, for oh, me I'm no. just going to stretch it. Yeah, stretch away. Like maybe I want to hear your wildest conspiracy theory about this. <laughs> 
Um, maybe like her dad is out of reach. Yeah. I actually don't think that's outlandish at all. Okay. That she feels that she can't get through to her father. But they can't put Dr. Wu on the cover of a Sweet Valley High novel. That doesn't <laughs> right. move copies of, of uh, books off the shelves. <laughs> well, because my first thought was, which was, I think was maybe the more um, cr- crazier one, was the like, well, maybe like being considered an American is out of reach. Huh. But I think that kind of then goes into um, what does being an American mean? Because I don't think the book really talked about that. You have people saying she is American. She was born here. Yada, yada. But in the end, Mm -hmm. you see her embrace um, her culture. So, but the book never really explicitly says like, you you can have both. You can be Chinese American. Yeah, I guess you could say that Jade's, if Jade's desire is a kind of true assimilation where she like, becomes invisible in the sea of these, like, blonde, white, blue-eyed teens, like, that's never going to be a reality for her. Mm-hmm. So that is, uh, that is a goal that is out of reach. But she finds, <laughs> a, she finds a new and really much better goal within reach, which is to just appreciate that she is good the way that she is. Yeah. Speaking of putting Dr. Wu on the cover... I am realizing that the cover of this book that I really wanted to see is just Dr. Wu and Ned Wakefield in his purple tie. <laughs> I'm like, screw these girls. I just want to see the dads like back to back, like on a like buddy cop movie poster. Both at the beach disco. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday we'll get Dr. Wu to the, to the beach disco. Well, Allison, thanks again. And gladiators, thank you for listening. Um, don't be too sad that it's the end of season five, right? Yeah, five. Because there are so many special editions, thrillers um, that we need to catch up on before we start season six. Um, so there will be lots of interim content. <laughs> and um, we'll start up season six in the late winter, you know, sometime in 2021. Allison, uh, thanks again. Yeah, of course. I so appreciate you. And uh, Merry Christmas, everyone, and Happy New Year. Uh, Bye. This might make you uncomfortable in ways that I can't possibly know or understand, but here you go.